this is Anna Marie Boyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio, and I'm so happy that you're here. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Marie Boyd, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a registered drama therapist, a registered yoga teacher, and a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. That is a lot of titles uh, to articulate that I have a lot of schooling and training, but it doesn't really tell you anything about me or who I am. Um, It does share a little bit about my passion, so a part of that is this podcast. I like to try to supply chicken nuggets of information regarding innovative, somatic approaches to mental health treatment. In just 10 minutes each episode, I talk about topics such as creative therapies, neuroscience and play, the mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic for today. So working off of our season on emotion, identity, and self-esteem, today we're going to talk about how no one really has a finished story. And I want to offer some formulas for authoring your humanness within your story. So we're going to jump right on in. I'm, again, so happy that you're a listener and that you're here. Um, And I hope that you find some value in today's episode. So it's no secret that stories enchant us. They are the singular vessel through which we are able to relate, feel, connect, and express our hearts. Now our brains are conditioned to perceive the world through the lens which we have been placed on in this earth. And as we share stories, we typically are always the protagonist who has been dealt with, you know, challenging cards within life, as each of us have. But transformation and emotional maturity begin to develop when we understand that we also play the antagonist in the stories and perceptions of others. And these are just two very generalized roles. In fact, there are a myriad of roles that we will shift through within our stories and experiences and the stories of others. So another difficult area is the story of our lives that we tell ourselves. So I was sitting in the airport the other day and I witnessed this woman, she was like attaching herself to her husband and he was pulling away, distracted on his phone, you know, doing whatever he was doing. And she shared with him, she goes, we did good, we did good, teamwork. And she was like so enthusiastic. And I could only imagine whether or not her partner was agreeing with her in that moment or if they were perceiving the story as completely differently. So we are sensitive creatures, but we are also remarkably resilient. I often wonder when I'm narrating my own story within my head, is this the reality of my life or is this simply the narrative that I want for myself? Now, there are reasons that we manipulate our own stories to comfort ourselves, but increasing awareness around them really is not as scary as it sounds. I'm not trying to say you're a fraud. I'm not trying to say you're a fake. I'm just trying to say that there are many perspectives by which uh, your life can be interpreted.
fact of the matter is that we are all full of pain and suffering. That is simply within our human experience. We also have the capacity to perceive hope, but typically only if we acknowledge the suffering first. A life full of manipulated narratives can work and does for many, but it typically results in misunderstood mental illness, chronic pain, addiction, maladaptive behaviors, all to just mask our darkness. Rather, if we are able to move with and through the darkness, that gets us to a space of hope. So if you get nothing else from today's episode, I want to articulate that your suffering is also also the path to your healing. And I'm getting kind of passionate about this, but we don't relate to individuals when they introduce themselves as their titles, like I did at the beginning of this podcast, right? Yet, if they share their humanness, if they're able to trust us with that, we're better able to connect with the human experience rather than this like very worldly accolades or accomplishments. So what I hope to you get the opportunity to discover is that your story will never be finished. And that's the beauty. We constantly transform as our worldview expands and our experiences shape us, but it's only when we're unable to understand the dark and light within our own that we grant ourselves the permission to grow into our next evolution. So there are two paths to remain the same by refusing to process your darkness and your light or acceptance and compassion to water the seeds of your coming experience. Both are difficult, but only one leads to hope and freedom. But no, the hard part about our stories is we can't leave any part out. As much as we want to minimize our sin and brokenness, this is an integral piece to the path to our newness. I don't know about you, but if you've ever followed a recipe and you forget that one ingredient and it just turns out nothing like you anticipated, although it might have been a small ingredient, right? Like the baking soda you didn't have. It was an integral piece to the puzzle. So as a clinical therapist, I would say that this encompasses at least, I don't know, 70%, if not more of my job. So the process is twofold. The first step within a therapeutic relationship is to gain trust, gain rapport with the patient or the client. So I can go into the linguistics of these terms later on um, and frankly disclose my feelings about them. But (laughs) right now we're gonna focus on, on the task at hand. So after some time when the individual feels comfortable enough to start trusting me, we typically start to get somewhere. This is where the masks are really apparent, right? But what's awesome about sitting in the space with the client is they will often give you breadcrumbs around the masks. Um, So it often feels kind of like a puzzle uh, to start to piece some of these things together. Of Like, hey, I know you mentioned this really briefly, but can we circle back to it? So the next piece of the puzzle comes with the presenting problems. This is the section within clinical documentation where we articulate the rationale for starting therapy as if therapy needs justification. Thank you, insurance. Please excuse my bitterness. But it's a hard truth to help the client understand that the presenting issue is typically an adaptation to the entire sum of its parts, i.e. how they have lived their lives up until this point and understood the world. 
Uh, so where, when the client learns that therapy is not a one trick pony, rather a reprocessing of their worldview and belief system, well, you know, that's real simple. <laughs> Few stick around for the full journey. And the full journey, again, doesn't have an ending. Not saying that you need to be in therapy forever, uh, but it's a collaboration with your provider when you are ready to uh, spread your wings and try things on your own. And that's for a myriad of reasons. Finances are certainly another piece to each person's story, and accessibility is one of the biggest barriers uh, with therapists providing care. That being said, for those privileged enough to have insurance, resource are be resources are beginning to manifest. So I transitioned from a private pay psychiatric institution about a year ago, and currently I have a seven week wait list for new clients within insurance based care. Now I want to be clear that this is not a public political review, but it cannot be overlooked if we're unable to receive reliable help operate with the stigma of seeking support, um, have accessibility or the ability to prioritize weekly appointments, the process can only go so far. Um, so I've had to make peace that my journey with any client could end for unforeseen reasons at any time. And more realistically, I actually can't control as much as I want to. <laughs> Shout out to you type A's. <laughs> I cannot control the behavior of my clients. They do, in fact, hold many risks, um, and one as a clinical therapist is um, the risk of suicide, and that is something that is um, truthful and realistic to hold in mind. Um, we act as a guide to serve our clients, not to dictate how they choose to live their life or the decisions that they make. So all of that to say is that there is not a black and white formula for your story. There is not a black and white formula for therapy. So far to our understanding, we have a formula that we are attempting to use, right? Of like, let's address the presenting problems. And sometimes when we're able to manage those, get them under control, provide skills, the client leaves. What's tricky here is we want to imagine this like a tree, right? With the roots being your perspective and worldview and understanding. And you have your trunk, which builds your values and your foundations and then your branches. And the branches are going to sow whatever it is that you have been feeding or watering that plant. So oftentimes in therapy, I've kind of articulate that the presenting problem is the leaves that the tree are growing. And within therapy, we have the ability to um, clear that out a bit, uh, make it a little bit more tolerable, um, do some weed eating, if you will. But the true work starts to dive into the trunk of the tree really understanding yourself, your values, your beliefs, what's going on now, and then also having empathy and understanding for really where you come from, where your story started and the roots and all of the good and all of the, the pain of that as well. So your tree is going to look a lot of different ways and a lot of different seasons of your life and that is a part of your process. Um, your story will never be ending. 
Um, there is not a final destination. Uh, a final destination is not a family or a career. In fact, it is just an evolution of yourself. Um, so I hope that you found some nuggets in this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to share my passion and guide you through this today. And stay tuned for next week. I look forward to seeing you all back here then. And if you have any topics that you're really interested in or curious about, feel free to send them my way. It has been a privilege and an honor.